This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, and he's ready to cook up a killer podcast for you, Ryan Nelson. Justin, I just want to tell you and all our listeners, these writers of this movie will not make me stop making s'mores. You're wrong. <laughs> exactly. They are delicious. The s'mores are wonderful. They are absolutely they are wonderful. Not, they are not the most offensive assault on the human palate. You're wrong. 100%. I'm going camping next weekend, and I will be making s'mores, <laughs> and I'm going to enjoy every damn minute of it. That's right. Uh, yeah, when he started like dissing s'mores, like, I don't oh, know about all this. This is like making me rethink everything about this movie. So. Angry. <laughs> so, uh, if you've been listening to podcasts since we started the podcast last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoy it as we talk about the menu on HBO and HBO Max. If you are new or a regular and like more access to the show visit our patreon page and become a patron of the main attraction podcast and you could vote on topics for us to cover just like this one because this is our patreon pick this week for this month they had an option to choose between this and the woman king and they chose to go with the menu so if you want to ever have a say in that go to patreon.com slash the main attraction podcast and you can vote and you can also get patreon only content you can support us at a three five ten or twenty dollar level when you join up we'll share you out here on the show if you want ad free access to podcasts we are now offering that to any level of being a patreon supporter of our show so all you have to do doesn't matter if it's as low as the three or as high as the 20 and you can get ads ad free versions of our show if you can't be a patron, though, you can help the show out by rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating, and if you have time, write us a review on Apple Podcasts while you're there. If you'd like to interact with the show, send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. We would love to hear any questions, any comments, any suggestions that you might have. We would love to hear those. Just go to mainattractionpod at gmail.com and send us an email through it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, so we are going to be discussing the menu. Like I said, it's on HBO and HBO Max. It was, well, I'll let you start off. What did you think about the film? I'm going to have to make another food pun like you did to start. This movie was absolutely delicious. <laughs> yes, I mean, delicious. I enjoyed every morsel. Yes. I'm just going to keep them coming. Yes, you know, it, was. It, was, it was a mix of ratatouille. Yeah. A uh, pig with Nicolas Cage. Did you see that? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. it did. There was some. Of yeah, that I haven't even thought about that. I even thought about that, but yeah, you're right. Uh, Midsummer. I never saw Midsummer. Midsummer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure how to pronounce uh, it. Yeah, and then uh, it was a mix of all these other stuff, but it still felt so original. Oh yeah, it did. And like, and you didn't couldn't tell what was coming because you and I talked about this. Yeah, we did. If you watch the trailer. And I, the whole time I'm thinking, all right, when does the cannibalism start? That's what I assumed when it was going to be too, yeah. the cannibalism start? And it never did. You could never see w- what was coming next. I, you know, I never could guess what was coming. Now, if you go back and watch this movie again, they are giving away hints the whole time. Oh, yeah, they are. But it's coming. 
but you you know if if you're not you're not catch that the first time it. because Hong Chow as Elsa incredible yeah she was she mentions burning stuff like multiple times <laughs> yes, uh, 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 Anya Taylor Joy gives away she's a prostitute multiple times yeah catch because she mentions it's your dom you're paying like right. she said, well, things like that well you just think he's paying for the bill it's like that's not all he's no, it's not all he's paying for he's paying for her companionship in this thing as well yeah. so yeah it's a really it's a really really fun movie uh, i've only got very 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 minor quibbles with it uh yeah the only really thing i can i would have liked to have seen is or to at least know is how it has come to pass that you know the entire staff that has, has come to the same conclusion that it's basically time to kill themselves <laughs> along yeah. with him. But that's really about it, to be perfectly honest with you. I, I would say that and why the 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 patrons just give in at the end yeah. and say yes, chef as well. Like yeah. they don't even fight the s'mores thing. That's like they've just given up. They've just you know said, uh, all right, well this is my this is my fate. Like. I wish we'd had a little bit more of them while they're giving up. Right. Yeah. True. I, and I guess it kind of came down to, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, I was trying to think of exact that kind of bugged me a little bit there too. And, you know, he tells them at one point when he kind of fakes their, their rescue by the, mm-hmm. the coast guard person showing up and it wasn't actually a coast guard person. He says, you know, think about this. Why haven't you fought harder to try to get away right, before right, today? Right. So, uh, and I guess part of it is, you know, they don't have any way to escape. I mean, they don't have, and that may be part of it. I mean, yeah, that could be, that could be. And one of them also brought made, made a really good point. They said, you know, you know, let's just kind of rush them. Let's overtake them. And somebody's and one of the, it's one that, that group of three guys, uh, yeah, he said. One of them says, "You know, you think we're going to be able to, uh, to outdo them with their knife skills or something like that? Because these guys are right. are extremely trained with knives." So I'm thinking that's the only reason why they don't just try to go out. They don't try to just get away is because they know it's it's going to be useless at this point. So the, there's no reason to continue to fight it because obviously right. the men were trying to get away there at one point when they actually they were, them yeah. the opportunity yeah. and they just can't do it. So, yeah. uh, but that yeah. was a fun scene. Yeah, it was and a fun I'm scene. Still not like what was the point of that? Now that we think about it. I think it was just to let the women, women just see who wanted to get them by themselves, but also just to see, show them where they actually rank in the lives of these men. And to, yeah, I think yeah. that's, I think that was the kind of the whole point yeah. of that is they were trying to basically make a point that these are the men. Like it was very clear that the men were obviously far more at fault for all the things that right. were happening than the yeah. women were in this. But, yeah. and I think that was kind of part of it. So, um, you know, uh, I love this movie. There's so much hidden meaning that I have no idea about. So, Somewhat don't care, right? Yeah, but it's just so much fun. Even if I don't know what all they're trying to get at. Oh yeah, I mean, and this here's the thing. One of the things that I think people, you know, you have to go in. You need to go into this, and it's really helpful to have like read a description of the movie because it is. In the description of the movie, it describes itself as satire. So I mean, it is coming in to basically kind of lampoon. A lot of things so that's one of the things that you really have to kind of keep in the back of your mind because if you're going in this thing and this is going to be a straight film then i there might i could see why people might not like it so much because it just seems kind of it does seem very much over the top 
but yeah. that's the point of satire is right, right, is right. to be over the top to make a point and that's what and you know there's a lot of points they're trying to make in this the, one of the points they're trying to make is just about the foodie culture uh yeah. the just the excess, which i thought was funny yeah it was it was very very funny the excess of you know wealth and just what people will spend their money on and the fact that even though they're spending all this money to get this incredible food it's not really it, you know they don't really it doesn't really satisfy them this whole idea of you know you can never really truly be satisfied even with all this money in the world that you have right. so, like i said so there's all these things that they're talking about and they're lampooning and they're they're satirizing and it's just an incredibly well done film um yeah you know the th- the people who stand out the most obviously uh you got anya taylor joy who has had a good career but it felt like her career started to really her big moment was uh the queen's gambit that was, yeah. was on netflix and yeah. that seems to kind of like catapult her and this will probably catapult her some more i think so uh, this movie since it's hit it did pretty well at the box office but it's been huge but it is blown up and Man. this was another movie that i'm like i wish i had seen this in a theater around people yeah, that would have been it. Would have been a fun theater experience. That's mm-hmm. definitely true. You're right about that. So, uh, but yeah, you're right. It's it it's blown up a lot since it made its way to streaming. It's uh, it was it did well in the theater, but just the way it's blown up since it hit HBO Max has been just absolutely astounding. Uh, so you got her kind of like continuing her her star journey. Then you got Ray Fine, who is just one of the most interesting actors out there. Yeah. Uh, because for a while there he was just kind of like i don't know i guess i mean he was a good actor but it wasn't until he kind of uh did voldemort that he really hit the scene and like people like started like trying to find roles for him uh see i disagree with you like well i mean you I remember, remember well you gotta remember he was the english patient not okay i forgot about that movie I never yeah started. no that's probably where he made his most money. yeah that, yeah that's probably where he made and, his most and money. then he did like uh you know, and then he joined the James Bond franchise as him. But I'm like, he was a huge deal. He was the bad guy on Schindler's List. Oh, that's Absolutely. right. He was the bad guy on Schindler's List. I forgot right. about that. Yeah, yeah, I forgot he's about that. The constant Garner. He was in a ton of stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, I a lot of us, some some prestige British movies that we probably that we probably watch. haven't watched or seen. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, but I guess you know, uh, yeah, I totally forgot about him being the the, the bad guy on Schindler's List. I, I totally oh, forgot about frightening, that. Frightening. Yeah, frightening he, performance. Yeah, he was really really good in it. Um, but he's just absolutely he, he's can do the villain he can do the yeah. good guy i see him play that i've seen him do the romantic comedy thing with mm-hmm. uh j-lo j-lo I, the i can't was something in the made made. in manhattan made in manhattan yeah. How did, yeah, that's it how did i forget that beautiful title so uh like i said he, he's just kind of continues to just be what he is and he's just really good at this role uh mm-hmm. i mean he just has a presence about him and he just kind of eats up he eats talking about eating up scenes he's eating yes. up some scenes in this one and he's frightening without even trying oh yeah i mean without even really doing much of anything except except looking around and then you know doing that clap every so often yeah uh you know you got hong chow who oh fantastic who i saw previously we saw previously on yeah uh Watchman. Watchman, thank you. Uh, she was Madame True, I think it was, was her character's name. Lady that? True. Lady True, thank you. And she just, she started, I, I could see her kind of building a a, mm-hmm. a niche role for herself if she wants to continue to play parts like that and play parts like this. this. Well, have you, she's also in The Whale. 
Oh, she's she really, really, really good in that. Okay. Really good. But yeah, she because like I said, I haven't seen it, but like this, just like nasty, like unassuming villain kind of role is what she kind of yeah. plays. Uh, you don't realize just how awful she is until like she truly reveals herself to be that. Uh, the other person who like just kind of likes to stand up, obviously is Nicholas Holt, who I yeah. I wasn't really sure what they were doing because I was like the first five minutes of this movie, I'm like I wanted to punch him like five times. Uh, absolutely, he's and, horrific. And then when we finally when they get on the boat, he's like eating the I guess it was caviar. I guess is what it was that they were eating. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was like, oh, they're doing a bit here with him. And one of the things I think is very obvious. Will Will Ferrell is a producer of this show, and I honestly feel like Will Ferrell went to Nicholas Holt and told him because there's this one moment, like when I really truly believe this, when he calls uh, when he calls Margot a child, uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that moment, I was like, oh, Will Ferrell went to him and said, play this part like I would have played one of my SNL characters so many <laughs> years ago, because that that I could have that that felt yeah. very much like a Will Ferrell moment. No, I could definitely see that. Now, remember, the director is from Succession. Right. So he has seen a lot of similar characters to this. Yeah. And the, and the writers I saw were like comedy writers. So yeah. There's, I mean, yeah, but if Will Ferrell is a producer, I could definitely see that because it felt like a Saturday Night Live type skit. You're, you nailed that. Yeah. And well, there are times when this, when you're laughing, but it's not mm-hmm. because it's funny, but it's because it's like just so absurd. I mean, right. That, I mean, cause like the, the, the big shocking moment that kind of gets everybody going is the moment when the one chef kills himself uh, there. Yeah. That's when like everybody like is just kind of, you know, everybody's a little bit on a little bit on edge. You know, you got three, everybody's kind of like annoyed when they can't get bread because he says that you don't have any mm-hmm. bread. And that's like, Oh my God. <laughs> that's the first moment. Like people are like, okay, well this one's probably going to be a little different than what they expected. And they're kind of a little annoyed at the fact that they're not getting what right. they want, which is kind of well, all it, his plan. The restaurant was known for its bread. Right. Exactly. That's what his specialty <laughs> is. Yeah. That's like, as, as uh, he says, and as, uh, what's her name as Anne uh, played wonderfully by Judith light. Tell yeah says you know that's kind of what put him on the map is the fact that he has that it, it, is, it is his bread and you know they're kind of they're yeah. really annoyed and then they realize just what's going on when this one guy ends up shooting himself and killing himself and that's just kind of when things start to spiral uh but that it, was 45 minutes into the movie yeah and like i said but it, it seemed like it was like 10 minutes into the movie i mean I know, this movie I know, it just really it went it paced itself extremely well and it, it just moved from start to finish. Yeah. It was just absolutely wonderful in that regard. Well, br- bravo to you to not making a who's the boss pun with Judith Light. I did not. I-, I wanted to, but I, I did not. <laughs> I, thought, I, I, I thought about several. I won't lie. There, I was like, all right, how can I bring up the great Judith Light? Who has had, if you look at her, I a really great career. Oh, yeah. Since who's the boss? She was a, one of the leads on Other Betty. Yeah. All the a lot, all the Ryan Murphy stuff in Broadway, she's had a really yeah. good. And she had a she had a pretty long standing role on SV uh, Law and Order SVU for a long time. Uh, yeah, she played a judge, and then she eventually played like the, the district attorney or something like that, or I can't remember exactly what. So, but she was really good in this. She was a, she made the only character I sort of feel for because I mean I guess she just ignored her husband's you know, bad behavior. That right. was her fault. But I mean, is that really a fault? The only person I truly felt bad for was 
they don't even give the character a name. That's John Leguizamo's character, yeah, the movie the actor. movie star. Yeah, yeah. Movie, movie star. And like the only thing he does wrong is he ruins Chef Slowick's one day off because he I watched love. this really, really bad movie. And that is like Chef Slowick says, all right, I got to kill you for that. So, Oh, man. <laughs> like, That's so funny. Especially since John Leguizamo has been in some bad movies. Hello, Super Mario Brothers. Yes, exactly. He's been in a number <laughs> of bad movies. But yeah. yeah, he was the only one I really, truly felt bad for because like all the other ones that like, they have these horrible things they've done. And, but John goes on with his, his only real, like his he only real crime movie. is he had that crappy movie. <laughs> that was about yeah. it. So, uh, like I said, just it's, it's just a really fun, fun, fun movie. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, so we talked about the premise of the film. Uh, we talked about you know just everything that's been going on with as this movie unfolds. What was the most absurd moment for you? Okay, that's a good question. Besides the ending, besides the ending, the yeah. S'mores, <laughs> wow. Uh, there, I guess I, there was a point where you know it's it's kind of building like that didn't seem quite as absurd once we finally got there. What was but there were some others that kind of like maybe like just kind of popped my eyes open. I thought the bread thing was really funny because right. it was interesting to watch how angry like Judith Light and her husband were, the Tech Bros were, right? Margot was furious, but like the critics, the critic uh, who was fantastic, Janet McTeer as Lillian, right. and Todd her or Ted her uh, her editor, how they're trying to analyze like what it was. Right. Exactly. And Nicholas Holt is doing the same thing. They're like, oh. I see what he's doing here. You know, I just thought that was so funny because, yeah. like, these famous chefs can do, can just be an ass. No, and, people think, and people think they've, they're up to, they're doing something, you know, more of a design. They're putting on a show. Right. Know? And sometimes that's not the case. They're just, being, <laughs> yeah. you know, being true to you. And I thought that was so funny because, like, there's this obsession with chef health. And Margo brings it up here, right. like, have to say yes chef right exactly you're just a patron of this that's right you're just a patron and that's you know the moment that i found that was the most absurd is the moment when slowick has obviously tyler has been trying his best to get the attention and the approval of chef slowick even when other people are like freaking out i mean he is just sitting there eating his food as as things yeah. are going along I'm like what are you doing dude like like obviously it's like there's something else going on with this guy, but the moment right. that he reveals, because Chef Sloke tells him, you know, because uh, the moment he sees that Margot's there, not the person that was supposed to be there, because everyone, the moment he, this list, this guest list has been cultivated because he wants these people to die. That's the only reason why he, they are there is because he wants them to die. Yeah, uh, yeah. for very different reasons. He wants, the, but the reason he wants Tyler to die is because he has. Uh, he says, you know, you have ruined this experience for us. You are so obsessed with the, the taste and everything else that you don't just to come enjoy the food. You've got to ruin. It's you're over obsessed with this stuff, and it is. Right. That's one one of the reasons why he died. He wants him to die, but he has clued him in on this. He says. 
you knew you were going to die and you brought a sex worker here with you and you knew she was going to die anyway. And he's like, yeah, I knew. And it's okay. And that's the moment I was like, oh my gosh. And the Margo goes across the table yeah. to kill him herself. I'm like, oh yeah, go ahead. But obviously she does not. So uh, yeah, you're right. That was, that was something when you find out he is known the whole time, right? He's nuts. He's going to die and doesn't act like affects him at all. Yeah, he's, well, I guess he's die happy. I guess still kissing the chef butt. Oh yeah, uh, like I said, it was that was like just one. That was the jaw the jaw dropping moment yeah. for me. But what they do so well in this film, and what I like about it is they they set. It becomes pretty obvious really quickly in this film that the moment that Chef Slowick realizes that Margot's there, not the other person, that this is going to be. Chef Slowick and Margot's film, and they are yeah. constantly at odds with each other. And one of the things I like because they, because what they have to do is they have to sell this ending when she gets to the point where she realizes what she can do to save herself, if nothing else. Oh man, so good! But they've got to set it up the entire time. And like mm-hmm. so, when he 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 brings her into his office, and he says, you know, I know that you're like us you're not he says i know a, a service industry person when i see one and he, he he's basically yeah. is setting up this that she knows that she has to be able to satisfy her customers that is in you know being a sex worker being a prostitute right, right. and there is something to that and he recognized it immediately with her and so this is what's going to constantly like fill him in like fill her in on how she needs to escape this situation and like I said, when it comes to her and the way that they do this at the end is just absolutely phenomenal because she figures it out. She is no longer, yeah, she's the one who's paying for the food at this point, but she is now the patron. She is now the the provider. He is now the one. He is now the customer because that's the point of this whole thing. He has lost his love of cooking. Yeah. He doesn't enjoy it. He hates it. Uh, it is what he has dedicated his entire life to. And the people, and you know, he's made this. He's made this island, this restaurant, this experience that he has. He's done all this stuff, and people don't appreciate the way that they should. And it has right. just kind of ruined his life for him. And that's the kind of the brilliance of this is when she realizes she's got he's got to make him love what he does again, and that was just absolutely yeah. beautiful. That was, and I love when he said, "I was like." I, I've known some Margos. You're not a Margo. You're not a Margo. Like, yeah. like and then when he sees that picture of him at the, I can't remember, like hamburger, the hamburger, hamburger joint, yeah. yeah, when she, that one time where he's young, right. he's made a hamburger and he actually looks happy like she gets it. And also, I've got to shout out Ray Fonz because when she says, I want a hamburger, see like a little small, like, crinkling right. on the side of his face and she's and when she even says i think your food is overrated he almost looks happy right he's like you know what i would love right now like he looks excited like somebody actually wants something from him that's real right like that was is such an amazing moment between the two of them just going back and forth and like ray Fonz, man like just what he was doing with his face and smile the little right. smiles and stuff still being psychotic mm-hmm. scary but just looking like so interested in her. Well, and what also is what it does is the one thing we have not seen him do the entire film up until this point, we have not seen him cook a single moment 
throughout the that's entire right, film. That's right. And then right. when you know she brings up this and she says, you know, I want a hamburger. I want I want a cheeseburger. And he starts talking about what kind of cheese he wants. She's American cheese, and he's talking about how it's the perfect cheese. He actually goes uh, and cooks it himself. Yes. And he looked yes. that cheeseburger looked fantastic. I'm not gonna look lie to you. <laughs> unbelievable. In fact, I Googled the menu cheeseburger. You can find a bunch of websites that contacted the writers to find out the recipe. And I'm going camping this weekend, as I mentioned earlier. We're making cheeseburgers. <laughs> because yeah, it looked it looked absolutely fantastic. God, it looked phenomenal, man. Yeah. It, oh. I'm so hungry right now. I think I'm <laughs> I eat, I eat right before we start. Yeah, it looked it looked so very good. But that's one of the things she's doing. She, that's what she does. She flips the role on him. She is now servicing him, and like she's not actually doing like sex work then, but she kind of is. Like she even kind of yeah, does the yeah. whole. She gets him to do the whole thing, like with like, you know, uh, with people who are like. When he says, you know, I'll make you the best hamburger you've ever seen, like like the kind of hamburger you couldn't afford when you were parents, that's something that, like, people who, like, employ sex workers tell them. Like, they're, right, they're right. going to be the ones who really enjoy it. So, like I said, there's that whole dynamic, like, where she's like, okay, I finally figured out what it is. This man just wants to love what he does again. And, like I said, it was just absolutely phenomenal. Um Like I said, the rest of the performances are really good. I, I, I yeah. liked... Uh, what they were doing with the kitchen, like I said, one of the things that I didn't like about it was the fact that, you know, we don't really know why they have given their all and they're going to go ahead and kill themselves along with this man. And while they're taking these patrons down with them, they don't really explain that too well, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But it, one thing that we do find very clear is that they are dedicated to this man. I mean, that right, right, right. In this, the sous chefs that are in the background, we watch them, and they are they are pulling off this just incredibly loyal dedication to him, despite the fact that he seems to be a pretty awful person. Yeah, yeah, he he is. Yeah, that like you said, that was the one thing we could learn more. But you know, that's the other thing. These. Sh- up-and-coming chefs want to work for you know the beard award-winning right. famous chefs so that's why we saw that in the bear oh yeah we did mm-hmm. yeah we did and like i said they have they apparently you know this and it look like i said it's it's satire so you know they will dedicate their lives to these people to the death you know that's a, 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 yeah. it's a saying but you know in this time this in this particular movie they're taking that to the literal conclusion um like I said, just the way that she gets off, I, like I don't know what's going to happen to her. You know, they don't really say because she gets on a broken down boat and she's just enjoying her cheeseburger out uh, on the boat and wipes her mouth with the menu. How yes. great was that? That was a wonderful, wonderful scene. So, uh, like I said, it's a really fun movie. It is got a there's a lot going on in this film, mm-hmm. uh, but they navigate it just absolutely beautifully. Oh, I loved the. You know, they kind of do the, the chef show thing where they bring the, they show like each course, they like show a preparation of it. Yeah, that uh, was cool. They bring it out and they show, they show Tyler's bull crap. I'm not going to say the other word. And, and, the, and the description. Yeah, and the, that was, it was really, really good. Yeah, that was good. And, and like I said, it's nice that they didn't do the cliche thing because there's been a number of like cannibal stuff throughout yeah, the course yeah, of this yeah. year. And right. that's, and like you and I said, at the beginning of the show, it, I kind of felt like that's what they were going to do. And the fact they I didn't did was, it was refreshing. The fact that it's not what they did. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. It really was. So I got to, uh, so do you think they're also talking about directors and writers putting out movies 
for the masses is like killing them, like right. doing all the comic book stuff. I think there's some of that. No, I'm not really. You know, I'm maybe I could see that. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I think that's. I think that's definitely could be. I, a I case. think that was one of the things they were talking about. One of the other things I, I think they were making fun of, and I consider myself one of these people as well. Like I'm into. Uh, I'm into barbecue and i'm into like craft beer uh-huh. and like when you ever hear people describe it was similar to what the critics were talking about and and uh what was tyler like they're talking about all these flavors and right. i'm like where the hell are you getting that from <laughs> like I, I like i do smoking and it's like if you use this wood chip it'll bring out this flavor if you use this specific and i've, I've never right. ever figured now obviously i must have a terrible palate and these writers may as well <laughs> but like you know like i'll drink a beer that's supposed to have like 20 different things in like uh, i may taste one of them <laughs> right <laughs> now you know you hear the word balanced a lot yes food exactly. and beer you're like it's a balanced product that's right uh one thing uh we talked a little bit about Andy taylor joy she's yeah. going to, she's got the potential to be a star coming out of this look like i said queen's gambit is what really got her on the map yeah. this is probably going to propel her what do you see going forward for her because she's still really young uh, she's still really young she's about to do the uh mad max fury road prequel oh is she really i didn't realize that charlie's Theron part okay futuroso so that is going to be huge yeah really. similar. i think she is the most interesting of the young actresses out there because she doesn't look like the other actors of this era right she she's not trying to be a kardashian no she's she not. she looks like someone from a different period and if you look at like her imdb everyone has seen that she became famous her first role was in a horror movie called the witch that was from like this took place in the 1600s it right. was the guy dave eggers ended up doing the lighthouse and the, and the witch it was a big hit and then she did the split movies right queen ambit is was you know in the 60s she was she also was a star of uh emma a remake of a uh, one of the famous which yeah i know what you're talking about i can't think of it but uh, anyway, that was a big role for her. She, you know, she's all, done these other things that are different period times. Right. Like she has a look to her that she could be at any part. I'm actually shot. Marvel uh, hasn't wrapped her up yet. She just seems like a perfect person. But she was in the New Mutants. That may have been. That may be. Yeah. That, that may have been what they were hoping for, and she may be locked in a contract with that. I don't know who owns that. Well, the mutants, I mean, it's part of the X-Men franchise, and that may be part yeah. of what's holding her back, is maybe they want to keep her there, maybe they don't. And from what I understand yeah. is, the X, reason the X-Men have not made it onto the MCU yet is because there are a lot of, even though they own the rights to those, uh, those films now, the problem is they've got a lot of actors who are contractually who are contractually supposed to be playing those characters until a certain age, like 2024, 2025, or something like that. And they will want to recast some of those people. And we, we don't yeah. know who those people are, and that's kind of one of the reasons why we haven't gotten to X-Men yet. So. Yeah. But I was going to say also, she... Uh I, I watched. A, I actually been watching more. I watched The Witch yesterday, and I watched last night in Soho. She was in that movie with mm-hmm. Edgar Wright movie that came out last year. It's a very interesting movie, and she played somebody from the '60s in that. Does she? Like, I, I think, like I said, I, I used to think Florence Pugh was the next big star, and she's going to be. I think she is. But yeah. I think Anya Taylor Joy may beat her. I don't know. I, 
Florence Pugh has a has a head start on her. She's got a she's got a head start on her because she's got yeah. a few things ahead of her with yeah. uh, with being the next Black Widow, basically uh, having been in that franchise, having been in right. Little Women. I think yeah, that yeah. that helped her out a lot because she did she she got nominated for an Oscar, I think. In that, I think, I think I'm not sure. Because there was several, like, Sorcy Ronan is in that. Let me yeah. just, I, I don't know if she did or not. But, but yeah. Like I said, so she's got a head. So she's got a head jump on her. Uh, yeah. But she will. I don't think she's going. Uh, she'll have plenty of opportunities, and she'll have plenty of other things coming for her. Especially if she's got Mad, yeah. Mad Max, uh, the Mad Max right. coming out. I can see that. Yeah. And I was going to say she's married to a musician from Birmingham. Oh really? And every once in a while, she's seen in town, and there people take pictures of them. Okay. Her and. And she looks like a movie star. Like she right. stands out in these pictures of normal people. Right. Like it's just, she just has an interesting look. Yeah. Uh, now the other thing we we want to talk about is Ray finds. <sighs> look, this this entire film is full of unlikable people. <laughs> I yes. mean, it yes. really is. Uh, would you call him a villain in this? He is an anti-hero. Yeah, that's kind of why I, I kind of win. Yeah. He's kind of an anti-hero because yeah. he doesn't... I mean, look, he ends up killing all these people, and this is yeah. kind of an anti-hero thing that these people kind of deserve to be killed. I mean, that's what right. they're kind of putting forth in this film is that these people don't really deserve to live. And that's kind of an anti-hero thing is anti-heroes, you know, they don't have any problems killing people who need, right. who need to be killed, whereas a hero actually just... Uh, doesn't do anything to kill them, and a, a, a true villain would have just killed anybody. So he did. It's not like he just yeah. brought. Just he decided to just take the next boat of people that was coming over, and killed them. Uh, and he also he allows Annie Taylor Joy uh, to escape. He allows that. So I mean, I I think antihero is the better way to go. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's not a good guy. No, no, he is not a good guy at all. There is no there is no debating but, that, and that's kind of the you, issue. You could sell me on him not being the villain and the hero of the movie as well. Right. Oh yeah, you could definitely sell me on that. So yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, it's just a fun movie. Uh, yeah. I I didn't know. I came into this not really knowing what to expect. I, I'd seen some trailers for it, but I hadn't really paid that much attention to it. Uh, it d- didn't. When I saw trailers for it, I was like, eh, maybe I'll see that. Maybe I won't. Uh, so in the, have we not done it for this for this podcast? I probably never would have seen it, and I'm glad that we did. So yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, did you catch the one of the Sonic guys was one of the waiters was one of the servers? No, I did not. I did not. He was the guy given you know going around with the wine. It was one oh, of the Sonic you're right. Yeah. Oh, he, he's actually those guys are actually comedians. Oh yeah, yeah, I can. I'm not, I'm not surprised yeah, by that at all. They, they do a lot of comedy writing, so I'm sure they must have. Yeah, I, I'm glad you mentioned it because I totally forgot well, when, about him. When I saw him, I was like, oh, it's one of the Sonic guys, which I'm sure they've made a ton of money off of, but they're also probably getting tired of hearing that. Uh, I'm sure they are, but yeah. Pete Gross is the guy's name, Pete Gross. But yeah, him constantly going around with a wine bottle after something awful just absolutely happens. Like, <laughs> like yeah. He's dedicated to his to to his, uh, to his craft, suddenly. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, do we want to go ahead and do our awards now? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 
here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we wrap up a season of a show or whenever we cover a movie, we always like to do uh, we always like to do six awards based on the char- characters of Friends. Up first, we have the Rachel, the star of the show. Who is your Rachel? So I'm doing Coes here. I think you got to do Anya Taylor Joy and Ray Fox. Yeah, I did too. I did. I don't like doing Coes, but I, I kind of felt like uh, you had to here. Yeah. But yeah, they were really good. They were both fantastic, they, and they had a lot. Of, they, they really were. They don't have a ton of time together on screen, but when they do, it is absolutely dynamic. So. Oh man, it really is. They go back and forth very well. All right, the rest of these are kind of difficult because, like I said earlier, is because like there's a whole bunch of unlikable people on this. Uh, Next is the Joey, the character you just like and love, not the star, but somebody you just like. Who'd you go with? I went with Hong Chow as Elsa. So did I. So I'm glad that we kind of had the same thought there. She was so good. She really was. I mean, almost wish she was alive. We could get a minute too. <laughs> That's right. She was, like I said, she was really just a fun character. Look, she's mm-hmm. evil as she can be, yeah. but she she was a lot of fun to watch. So, uh, next is the Chandler, the person who made you laugh the most. Who's your Chandler? I went with uh, Nicholas Holt as Tyler. He he probably made me laugh the most. Okay, I, I, I'm I want to talk about that in just a little bit. I went with John Leguizamo as as movie star, uh, just because he made me laugh quite a bit. But we'll talk about Nicholas Holt when we get to him in my second. All right. All right. So next is the Phoebe. Uh, Phoebe, I'm I sorry, went, I gotta explain it. Uh, Phoebe is yeah. the oddball of the cast. Who's your Phoebe? So I went with Judith Light as Anne because one, I love Judith Light. I wanted her to get an award. And also, you know, you never knew what she did. She know what was going on right, with exactly. her husband. Did she know who Margot was? Right. Like, she was the most confusing of the characters. Yeah, she she really was. I actually went with the entire kitchen staff because they were just that's a good, so, that's so a good dedicated to giving up their lives for uh, and being all in on this entire thing as well. So that's where yeah. I went. Uh, next is the Monica, a character that plays an important part but hasn't really been mentioned yet. Who is your Monica? I went with John Leguizamo here. Okay. This is where I went with Judith Light is Anne. So that's where I went with it. All right. Next is the Ross, the least, uh, the least like or the character you hated the most. Who is your Ross? I know where you're going. Yes, you uh, do. <laughs> I went with the finance bros and the critics. Yes. I went with Nicholas Holt as Tyler because to me, yeah. he is the most unlikable character we have yeah. ever covered on this show. I wow. wanted to punch him so many times. I mean, you hire somebody I to know. come to your dinner because your girlfriend breaks up with you just so they can die. You are like the rossest of Rosses in this yeah. particular yeah. show. Like I said, he is awful. Then when they finally give him his moment to cook, he is just absolutely awful. I mean, the, it, he has his he, it's his Tyler's bullcrap. They don't say bullcrap, but yeah. you get the point. Yeah. Nicholas Holt was awful and look, it's because he's great as that role. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He was fantastic playing it, but he was. his he character, was. I like I said, I, there has never been a character that we have covered on this show that I have disliked more than Nicholas Holt's Tyler. No, that I, was it was he was awful 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 he was so he was man you nailed it uh he made me hate foodies even more <laughs> yes he did so all right here on the main attraction podcast we have a five tier rating system we at the top of our list is a game of thrones just beneath game of thrones is a lost middle of the road for us is a friends beneath friends is a full house at the bottom of the barrel is a Baywatch. where are you rating the menu for our five tier rating system I would put the menu where I would put 
s'mores for dessert, <laughs> especially when you're out with friends, that's right. camping, or around a fire. It's a Game of Thrones. That's right. This it was is. a fun movie, man. I'm with you. I didn't know a lot about the movie, but I was pleasantly surprised. Right. And I enjoyed watching it the second time just as much the first time. This is a movie I could see myself watching multiple times. Yeah. I think I would find little things each time and probably find different things to laugh at. Yeah. Um, it is a fantastic movie. We mentioned this. This pun intended because they all died. This is a killer cast. It is. <laughs> like the cast, I wouldn't change one cast, one casting of this. They kill it. And uh, it's just a fun movie. There's a lot there. I, I love it. Love it. I hope this writer director do. Yeah, I'm with you. I went with Game of Thrones on this as well. It's just it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, which is weird to say about a movie where the only person there's only one person who survives out of a cast of probably yeah. like 20 plus people. Uh, but right. nevertheless, it is actually it's a really fun movie, and it was a lot of fun to watch. Like I said, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought. I thought I would like it. Uh, I didn't expect it to be this. I you know thinking back to our list of if i had seen this in 2021 uh, 2022 it probably makes my top 10 uh going back and thinking about some of the m- movies that i put on there it probably would have kicked one or two of them oh, out yeah. uh, well just one of them out obviously but you know it was a it was a really really good movie uh you know you mentioned earlier i wish i could have seen this in the theater it would have been a good theater going experience because yeah. people would have just been like the reactions that people would have had in the in the theater would have been just fun to watch so yeah you're right here everyone's reaction hearing what people laugh at i I hate that i miss that right so all right before we sign off for the week we do want to give some things that we are looking forward to uh some things that we want to give our listeners some things that we're looking forward to and so that they could look forward to them as well what do you got for us this week all right so we got a release date for the the movie murder mystery 2 on netflix starring adam sandler and jennifer aniston love the first one that's right but this one is yeah, it's supposed to come out in early March. Okay, so cool. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. The, did you watch the first one? No, I meant to, but I never got around to it. I need to yeah, it's really it. fun. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, we got also that they are in the middle of filming Only Murders in the Building. Oh, that's right, yeah. Uh, season three. And we found out that Meryl freaking Street, Street yes. So that's exciting. We, you know, we knew Paul Rudd was there. Yeah, we knew he was there. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's exciting. That's just an amazing cast to have. Those five people in that cast is just something else. Meryl Streep is very good at comedy, so I'm very excited. Yeah, she'll be good in that. She'll be really good in that. And my last one, you may have this one as well, and I apologize. Uh, We finally got word that Ted Lasso season three is coming out in the spring. Yes, finally. Yeah, that's that's the only one I have. So uh, it's my only thing that I could think of for this week. But we got pictures. Uh, we've got stills from it from the scenes. And but yeah, it is supposed to be coming this spring. We don't have a trailer yet, but I can't wait till we get a trailer on it. So uh, it's going to be it'll be a. It's going to be a fun show. Uh, it's going to be the last season of it. At least that's my understanding. It's supposed to be the last season of it. Well. Don't no, that's not true. Oh, it's not. So they have said the the creator and uh, Coach Beard both came out and said this is the last. We did a three season arc. Okay. Okay. But we're up to doing more. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. This is the end of this arc. Okay. Well, we'll so, see. 
Uh, that yeah, worries we'll me see. a little bit. I'll uh, be real it honest does. with you. <laughs> it does. Yeah. yeah, that kind of worries me a little bit. But nevertheless, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm, that doesn't worry me for season three. It worries me for what might take place after season three. Right, right, so, right. Uh, so we'll see. I had not heard this. I'm glad that you mentioned that because I had not heard that. So, but yeah, that's the only really thing I could think of for this week. Uh, I will say this though: uh, we're getting closer. Look, some people think it looks awful, and maybe it's going to be awful. Uh, there's quite a a good possibility that it will be but the Dungeons and Dragons movie we're getting closer and closer to it I want another trailer for it uh, it looks fun it does look fun it looks like a lot of fun but I know there's a lot of people who are talking about that they think it's probably going to be awful you know what if it is that's fine I will have my dragons I will have Chris Pine and uh, Hugh Grant playing yeah. weird genre type roles uh, uh, give me board so i'm looking forward to I that know. it's supposed to come out in supposed to be coming out in march so i'm i'm very looking forward to it. i'm one another trailer they haven't, they haven't released another trailer for it yet yeah, so i did that one yeah so anyway i guess that wraps us up for this week you got anything else you want to share before we sign off uh, appreciate everyone joining us and keep making those s'mores that's right keep making your s'mores there's no reason we, to not make yeah, s'mores yeah and we will talk to you next time i would echo those same sentiments and as always until next time may all of your entertainment dreams come true